listening to Faith FM. Welcome to Called by the Lord. And as you know, the premise of our segment here is based on 2 Timothy 1 verse 9, which says, God saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His purpose and His grace, given through Jesus before the world began. Today in the studio with us, we have Pastor Tinny Ramoni. Thank you so much for coming in, Tinny. Thank you for having me, Bradley. Yeah, no worries. So, Tinny, whereabouts are you the pastor at? Uh, currently, I am uh, pastoring at uh, Warrigal Church down in the east, Long Wari, mm-hmm. which is a little bit further in, and also uh, overseeing a group in Endeavour Hills, the Samoan uh, group there. Okay. So, for those of us who aren't from Melbourne, is that east of Melbourne? Or? Yes, going okay. down east, so Long Wari <laughs> and Warrigal, that's in the Gippsland area. Okay. And uh, that's where I, I just started it this year, so it's very oh, nice. new for me. Enjoying it? Very much so. Very yeah. much so, yes. Cool. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just thinking because when I was from Newcastle, I didn't have a clue where any of these places would be, so I'm just holding out for my homies back at home, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. It's our first time in the in a country setting. Okay. Uh, we, my whole ministry was really, for the last 11 years, was around the city area of Melbourne. Oh, very cool. And uh, this year I received the call to go out that way, and it's been great. The family love it. Uh, mm. uh, nice change. Uh, yeah, yeah. A bit more nature around, to, yeah, and a bit of fresh air as well. So it's yep. been great so far. So you wouldn't mind being a country person rather than a city person? Or? Not at all. I have to yeah. admit I am enjoying it thoroughly. So even if I'm in the country for the rest of my ministry, I don't think I'll mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, very cool. We'll get you taking up the plough or something soon. Yes. <laughs> so tell us just a little bit about yourself. What's one of your favourite things to do when you got some spare time? Uh, I have uh, been married now for just under nine years. Ooh, so not too much spare time then? Not too much spare time. <laughs> uh, there was a little bit of spare time in the beginning, but I have three little ones that now. So I've got a five-year-old, a four-year-old, and uh, a year and uh, four months. Mm. So they definitely keep us busy. Not much free time available to do some of the things I used to enjoy doing. Most of the time now is, most of my free time rather, is with the, the young ones trying mm. to monitor them, uh, keep them <laughs> occupied. So they definitely keep us busy. Ah, cool. But in terms of what I used to enjoy doing, I I like a bit of sports. I used yep. to play a bit of sport and enjoy that, enjoy watching it uh, when I get the chance. Mm. Uh, now, I think my work has also become a little bit of, of a hobby mm. in terms of uh, study. I, yep. I, I thoroughly enjoy theology now. Mm. And that, uh, so when I get a bit of free time and do a bit of reading. Do you have a favorite author? I don't really have a favorite author, but I just kind of work with uh, a topic or a theme that of interest to me at a particular time and Mm. just go with that. Yeah, fair Uh, enough. Reading is a good hobby because you'll never run out of books. That's right. That's correct. Yes. You can run out of other things, but you never run out of books. That's absolutely right. (laughs) Oh, cool, cool. What is a particular topic, like theological topic, you're interested in at the moment? I started uh, being interested in interfaith uh, studies, other religions, Mm. and it it sort of brought me back now to uh, Christianity and uh, and God, really, I mean, the heart of it all, you can say. So I am continually exploring God as in what God, what it means to be a follower of, a believer in God uh, mm. uh, in, in its details and what it means to be a follower of Jesus in more than just uh, what's directly from the Bible, which is fine, but trying to delve into it you know, on a deeper level is what I'm 
yeah. really trying to try to understand more, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's what Christianity is all about, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, understanding more what Jesus and God are asking of us, I suppose. Yes, a particular one I just picked up last night was when Christians get it wrong, mm-hmm. and uh, very I just started going through the first couple of pages, and it's uh, really asking the question, uh, you know, what do Christians generally, uh, what what are some of the wrong things that Christians generally do as as perceived by outside society, mm. and uh, so that's currently the book I'm just beginning to okay. look over and explore. Yeah, cool. Oh, that's a tough topic too, because you know if you consider questions of morality and yeah. things like that, and mm. the subjectivity of morality in society compared to some sort of objective morality that we believe the Bible gives us, yes, you know, of course they're going to clash. Yes, it's definitely. <laughs> mm. Can you can you tell me a little something about your church where you are at the moment in Warrigal? Warrigal Church, I would say, is. I guess your typical church, a mixture of young and old, a mixture of uh, a traditional and uh, modern uh, mm. approaches to worship, if you like. And yeah, I would say it's a, a well-balanced, uh, mm. across the board, a church. Uh, lovely people. Like any church, there's always going to be challenges. But otherwise, overall, it's uh, been, uh, I mean, I'm still new at the church. Mm. So I'm still getting to know the people, getting to know the environment but so far, it's been uh, it's been wonderful. People have been very supportive, uh, very mission minded as well. That's cool. At this stage, they're exploring a few different ways of reaching out to the community. Yep. So that's Warrigal Church, yep. Longwari Church. I'm very impressed with Longwari Church. It's a small church. Our average age will probably be about sixty to six to seventy, yep. and attendance will be on a regular Sabbath anywhere between twenty and thirty. It's a very elderly congregation. But uh, they're very active. They're doing so much at this moment. They're running a market day for the community once a month, uh, a food bank once a month. They run a morning tea once a month for the, the community. Uh, they've got some, uh, a couple of are very keen on community programs such as health, uh, budgeting, and there's uh, anxiety and depression recovery one coming mm. up as well. Um, and they're running Daniel seminar. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they certainly punch above their, their weight, if you like. Mm. And very impressive that that's Long Warrior Church. Yeah, cool. The Samoan Church, interesting one, uh, that was added to my list of churches later on after I'd already started at the other two. Mm. It's a church that's very close to my heart because I, I look at, the, especially the young people there, I see myself where I was, say, 20, 30 years ago. Mm. That's 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 who I was. Very familiar with the traditions, very familiar with how things are operate. It's like it's almost a calling for me to go back to working with people that are in the stage where I, you know, I guess I was. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, it's a very interesting group as well. Uh, very committed people. Awesome. Yeah, yes. well, look, we'll try and get them involved with the radio or something if we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Always looking to rope more people in. Definitely. If I get the chance, I'll, I'll, I'll pass the word on. Oh, good. You're listening to Faith FM. This is Called by the Lord. We're having a chat with Pastor Tini Ramoni from Warrigal, Long Warrior, and where was the other one? Uh, the Endeavor Heal Someone uh, Company. Okay, awesome. Yes. We'll be back with you in just a moment.
You're listening to Faith FM. Welcome back to Called by the Lord. We're here today with Pastor Tinny Ramoni. Right now we're going to go into our sharing segment. This is based on a verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. God saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His purpose and grace, given through Jesus before the world began. It's a bit of a big calling, but Tinny, how did God call you to serve Him? It is a, it is a big question, that one. <laughs> I was reflecting on this uh, just uh, last night and trying to get some order into my thoughts so that I can articulate it probably a bit better and clearer. <laughs> I, I think for me, when I look back at it, if I was to look at calling as in the, the role that I'm doing now, uh, pastoral ministry in this context uh, where I do this thing full time, I would say that the Lord called me at a very young age. Mm. I do remember when I was about five or six and people would ask me what I want to do when I grow up. And my first answer, and my answer for a long time, was that I wanted to be a pastor. That's cool. Uh, and uh, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that my father was in full-time ministry. My, my parents were pastors in that sense, and they, I guess they had an influence on a young child like myself, and that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be like that, you know, preaching and so forth. I didn't really understand what, the whole thing was about, but that's what I wanted to be. Mm. So growing up from that age until end of primary school, that was the same answer I would give. I wanted to be a a pastor. So you can say that the calling to this role was there at the time. Mm. And then um, I was sent from Samoa with my older brother to New Zealand uh, for high school at about the age of 13. And I started, to expl- I stayed with relatives, started exploring uh, other opportunities out there and then the pastoral thing kind of left my mind and I started to focus on other opportunities that uh, New Zealand was offering now in terms of job and occupation and careers and so forth and uh, I think the one that really stood out at the time for me was I really wanted to be an architect okay because I really enjoyed technical drawing in in high school Mm. however I high school finished got the opportunity to go to university I couldn't make it into that course and then I ended up doing a Bachelor of Science. And so with that, I continued on doing a few other things, finished that, uh, that, uh, that qualification. My parents finished from the ministry in Samoa. They came through New Zealand on their way to Australia. So I went to, I mean, just came to Australia and I tagged along with them. They, went, they ended up in Brisbane, stayed in Brisbane, worked there for a couple of years. And then I got the opportunity to visit uh, Japan and, and work there for just under three years. Wow, that's cool. As a, an English language instructor. Mm. And I think it was there in, I would say that it was there in Japan uh, around about that time, those three years I was away, that uh, that initial calling was uh, repeated to me by God. Mm. That was first given to me, I guess, when I was young. And the calling was for me to go and do full-time missionary mm. work. So I, I never, I wasn't thinking of pastoral work as I'm mm-hmm. doing at the moment, but I, in my mind, I, I wanted to be a missionary. Mm. And this came about a combination of things, but the trigger, I would say, was when I was doing some traveling around Southeast Asia at the time. Travel through Hong Kong, Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand, and those places. And as I was traveling through there with uh, some friends, I, I looked around and thought, man, I really would like to come back here and mm. do some missionary work again. 
my idea of missionary work was very limited at the time. I didn't. I thought missionary work was pretty much going into the jungle, paddling your canoe <laughs> up the river, and you know, mm. fighting off all the arrows and that's it. Things that the spears that people are throwing at you. I, avoid I, the piranhas. That's right. Yeah. I, I had this image of those missionaries <laughs> going to be Papua New Guinea, and mm. so that was my picture of missionary adventure, and of course, uh, sharing the message of of Jesus as I understood it then. Mm. But in my limited thinking at the time, for me to be a missionary, I needed to go and do theology study, pastoral mm. ministry. Cut the long story short, a few things happened. I ended up uh, at uh, our church uh, theological college in Avondale. Yep. I did theology there for a couple of years. Mm. Then I didn't get an opportunity to go and do missionary work as I pictured in my mind. Mm. But I ended up in Melbourne as a volunteer Bible worker and then became a youth worker. And then finally, the church saw it fitting that I be uh, an intern. <laughs> so for me, calling to ministry now, and at that time, calling to ministry for me was calling to a, a role, mm. a particular uh, responsibility that pastoral role entails. But I have to admit that uh, along the way, that has changed somewhat. Yeah. So for me, I see myself uh, now as continually being called mm. in a sense that it's not just one call and then that's it yeah yeah I see call to ministry so I, I consider myself continually being called by God and it's not called necessarily to a role anymore but I see it as being called to serve and to serve in whatever opportunity that uh, is available yep. you know whatever the opportunity is this side or that side and I ask myself am I utilizing the opportunities that God has given me. Mm. So that's that's pretty much uh, in, a, in a nutshell what uh, my calling to ministry involved from when I was a young age, from when I was a young boy leading up to where I now and I find I find it a, a privilege that mm. I have been called and continue to be called yeah. uh, by God, you know, for his work and calling again is not limited now for me in in terms of it's only about being a pastor no calling is I think for me now Everybody is called, uh, mm. but how you respond and how you utilize the opportunities provided by God, whether it's full-time ministry or not, mm. God continues to call. Yeah, yeah. But the harvest is, is plentiful, as they say. Absolutely. And uh, the call is still out there for laborers to mm. call forth. Yeah, well, I mean, that's something we always love to encourage our listeners to remember that God doesn't just call us into mm. ministry or into pastoral ministry. There are so many ways that we can serve him, mm. you know, whether it's through our musical gifts or whatever talents he's given us, really. Mm. We just have to really be willing and open to him speaking to us. That's correct, yes. Like even, even going to college, you know, that was something I did end up at Avondale for about a year. And it was something I'd been seeking to avoid <laughs> because um, both my parents were teachers and I thought to myself, oh, there's no way I want to go and do teaching there. Yes. You know, I don't want to be a teacher. And then God kind of closed a few doors and kind of guided me there. And it ended up being a, a very good decision because that's how I met my wife. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I think a lot of the time we have our own plans all laid out for what we want to do. But if we actually listen to God and kind of say to him, yeah, you know, lay it on me. Give me what you want me to do. Yes. Um, he does really have our best interests in mind. That's good, yeah. And and speaking of of Avondale College, uh, it wasn't my first choice. I have to <laughs> admit, I in my mind, Avondale College was too 
I guess too modern, too Western for okay. for me. I I wanted uh, my because in my mind I it was still adventure spirit, you know, jungles yep. and so forth. So I was mm. actually thinking of uh, PNG, okay, because that sort of related really to what I had in mind as, as what I wanted to do to be a missionary in in, in, in jungles and so forth. Yeah, yeah. But like you like yourself, you know, various doors started to close, mm. and then I ended up at Avondale College, <laughs> and even though it wasn't my my first choice, but I found it a real blessing, and I oh, absolutely. it really helped me grow, you know, in in, in faith, if you mm. like, in understanding. And I would say that that's one of the key defining moments in my journey was mm. going to Avondale College and being challenged to think, being challenged to own my faith. Mm. I think before that, I was leaving my parents' faith. Yep. Um, growing up, we would do the religious thing, mm. attend church and, and so forth, because that's all I knew. My parent, And that was my parents' uh, religion and faith, and they, they really were committed to it. Yeah. I followed along. Uh, for many years, I would pretty much be repeating what they did because that, that's, what, uh, that's all I knew. Mm. But it was only later on as I started to reflect, and Avondale really helped me with that. I would reflect and, and be challenged in my my faith journey that I started to own my faith and it's no longer me living my parents' faith now, Mm. thankfully, but I am myself between me and God, if you like. Uh, Sometimes as Christians, you know, we can always fall into the trap of just having what we believe. Mm. You know, this is what we believe, this is what we do, as opposed to really owning why we believe it. Mm. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Not that we're wanting to blatantly advertise Avondale College, but that's two positive reviews from both of us, I'd say. Yes, yes. Oh, very cool. So, Tinny, just to wrap up, is there something that we, our listeners here at Faith FM, that we can pray for you about? I guess there's always things to pray about, uh, pray for, for strength, I guess. But for me at the moment, I'm on this path of believing that for me to be truly a disciple and a follower of Jesus and a and fulfill his will in my life i need to be more loving mm. uh, that's bottom line for me at this uh, at the moment i've been on this journey that has taken me to you know far left far right and all of it has sort of narrowed down to two great commandments love god and love your neighbor as yourself mm. for me and that's something that i found very easy to to comprehend but very hard to practice. Mm, <laughs> loving your enemies, yeah. uh, loving those who hate you is not something that is natural, I guess. And that's mm. where I, I would say the Holy Spirit is needed. And then not just for me, but one of the things I try and encourage in the churches, whatever church I work with or whichever people I work with is to be more loving as Christ, as God has, has loved them mm. and love to the community, to all people. Uh, so if there was one thing, I guess, uh, that I grow in love, mm more and more and therefore reflecting God uh, reflecting Christ and being more and more into his image if you like you know, mm. put it that way uh, so that's probably where I would say Fantastic. personal personal need is, uh, yeah, yeah. is for me just to be more like mm. the person that God has called me to be in terms of being loving and out of that I think all the other things ministry strategies approaches, methodology, I think mm. they will all fall into their rightful place. That's it. If I when you put them. Jesus first. Absolutely. Lift the rest Jesus always up. falls into place. That's <laughs> right. So then that I continue to put Jesus first and that the churches I work with will continue to lift Jesus up and put mm. Jesus first. And therefore with that everything will fall into place. Definitely. Yes. Cool. Thank you so much, Tinny. We'll definitely keep you in our prayers, us and all of our listeners here at Faith FM. Thank you, Thank you very you much, so Bradley. much for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's been a privilege. I mean, a pleasure to be with you <laughs> today. Thank you. 
You've been listening to Called by the Lord on Faith FM. Thank you again for joining us and we hope you'll be with us next time. Thank you.